Why am I here? Because I need someone to record with. Okay. You kind of have to flip the mic up. Is that better? Nah, a little more. No, no, up. Better? Yeah, that's way better. That's way better. It works on the side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See what I know. Did you ever think you would be on your own son's poorly made podcast? I always thought I'd be on my son's greatly made podcast. That's self-love. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for uh, thanks for showing up, Dad. I, you know, I do live here. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, thank you for showing up for a recording. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so we just got done watching the season finale of Lovecraft Country. What do you think? What do you think about this? You know, the show as a whole. Uh, I think it's very affirming for uh, people that have been marginalized in our society. So you can watch it and see the other guy win for a change. Does that make sense? No, it makes it makes perfect sense. I just I didn't know I was in one of your lectures. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk normal. <laughs> I, I, I am. <laughs> I only only have like estimated like twelve listeners. So oh, like that's okay. You know it. Put put it like this. As a kid, I was I grew up watching TV. I call it. Uh, when TV was white. <laughs> it still and, is. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not even <laughs> close. <laughs> and so you're always looking for that uh, to, to the character that is like you. And, it's, and usually it's it's going to be a you know black guy or, or maybe a Hispanic. And uh, <laughs> you root for them even if they're the bad guy. <laughs> it, it's good. It's it's kind of sick in a way, but you know, you root for them, even though they're the bad guy. You're like, now you want him to win. So when I watch, uh, when I would watch cowboy and Indian movies, the Indians are like the ultimate villain. But I'm pulling for the Indians. I'm like, how many settlers can you guys kill? <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, I know that they're gonna die. You know, they're gonna kill the Indians. But, but I'm you like, want, you want to know how many they're gonna take out with them oh, before I, they go? I'm hoping they get whole wagon loads, <laughs> you know, and then the cavalry <laughs> shows up. You know. Wagon loads, wagon loads, yeah. Poor grandma. Everybody, <laughs> anybody that can reproduce, just get rid of them. Someone's mima. It doesn't matter. Mama, mima, peepaw. All, all the little kids, everybody, get them all. Uh, you know. Whatever the Caucasians call their grandparents, <clears throat> whatever, you know, nah, nah, whatever. CCs and. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't matter to me. I was pulling for the Indians, you know. Okay. Every, every, even though they weren't really Indians, they were like you know Italians or whatever. I pulled for them. They're, they're a bunch of Puerto Ricans. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Well, a bunch, nah, of, a bunch not, of my people. Now nah, they wouldn't let Puerto Ricans in the movies, you know. <laughs> no, it was an all-white cast. But but even if it, you're gonna pull for the, you know for the for the white Indians, so to speak. So. You know, no. it's it's I, I you know it's, when I saw Dances with Wolves, I was like, yes. Even though it's a white guy leading the Indians, they you know they they kill all the soldiers, and I'm like, yes. So, for all the young people, Dances with Wolves is a very old movie. Not that old, but it's kind of old with Kevin Costner in it. Back he, before he got fat, when he was young, <laughs> when he didn't get fat. Yeah, is he fat now? He's kind of fat. Yeah, you know, he's a little chunky. With age, yeah, you know, so. that just means he eats good. Yeah, he eats real good. It's a, it's a sign of wealth. I think so. Or greed. <clears throat> but anyway, that's what I thought of Lovecraft. I thought, finally, you know. Although, I guess, you know, that to beat the devil, you got to use the devil's tricks. <coughs> I mean, when I, we tried watching it at first. At first, you didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? Because 
It was gonna be. Are you looking for the, the cutters? No, it's some water. Oh, some water. Yeah, just a little. Thanks. No problem. It was a stretching. In there. It doesn't matter if it's a drought. It doesn't matter. Hydration. Just a little bit on my throat. Hydration for everyone. Hydration in the desert. You could never get enough water in the desert. No, so you have to start eating cactuses. Yeah, that's why I got those growing out there. You're so ready for the apocalypse. I'm back ready. to the question. Yes, back to the question. Okay, so what was the question? The question was, at first I showed you the show. Oh, and we yeah. watched the first two, like two episodes or the first episode, and you said you didn't like it too much. So in the 60s and the 70s, they make all these movies, and it was always watching all these black people get mistreated, you know. And so I'm like, okay, that's bad enough. And then I'm going to turn around. And I read all the, the African-American history books. Back then, they called it Negro literature when I started college. and then The black literature, well, black no, books. That was Negro lit and then black lit. And then now, now it's African-American lit. <clears throat> so that's like, you know, wow, what a big difference. But I read all those books. And, and if you read all those books, you just, it's, you're overwhelmed with uh, destruction uh, of, of a people uh, repeatedly. And so then to see... Like seeing the cops that you know are racist getting eat up, eaten up by the monster. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Where were those monsters? That was a great moment. Yeah. Well, just there's so many times. You just the just the little back road sheriff and his nonsense, which you know <clears throat> they still do today, if they can get away with it. So watching that, you know, but I didn't want to watch it again. I'm like, oh god. It's like somebody's like. Sometimes my students will say, "Hey, have you seen this?" And I'm like, "No, I don't even want to see it. I already know." I already know it's gonna. I already know how it's gonna end. That's what happens though when you've been around the block so much. You know, you've seen it so many times over and over again. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I, you know, oh, another racist cop. Oh, really? You know? How many times have you seen that racist cop get eaten by a four-legged monster with like ten thousand eyes on his face and like yeah, and hundreds of teeth? Hundreds, yeah, never. Like shark teeth forever. No, you never saw it. Um, and even then, they would make like a. If you want to go back to the first uh, African-American hero in, in like horror, you would have to go with Night of the Living Dead, where he's like, you know, he's like Atticus. And at the end, you know, spoiler alert, at the end, he gets killed. Uh, at least he didn't die first. No, he's, he's, he's like him and the little white chick are the only ones left. Mm. I think mm. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it ended. And then, of course, you know, they survive and then the cops shoot him. <laughs> I'm like, OK, there you go. <clears throat> So he can't even get the white woman at the end. Well, he might have got it. Before, mm, you can't show that in TV back then, then though. Uh, it was a movie, and it was a, you know, uh, it, it's a very uh, meaningful. It's got a lot of depth. That movie, if you if you can sit through the gore, <clears throat> and it's not even about race relations. Although uh, I think his name is Romero. He, yeah, John Romero. He, He's he, like a the origin like one of the originators right. of zombie movies yeah he he put that in there on purpose right because the whole movie really is supposed to be about uh the vietnam war and our willingness to just sacrifice soldiers like zombies where everybody's just towing the american line like zombies and uh so then you know that's really what that movie's about to me that's what i uh, in my research that's what i that came out in the 70s right I think no, I don't think sixties. I don't know, or is it the eighties? Well, you know the problem is it's in black and white, so I really don't know. It wasn't the eighties; it was probably either the late sixties or the early seventies. So that's like uh, the Korean War, Vietnam era. Uh, just Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah, just just the Vietnam. So great, era. Korean Wars in the fifties. 
Korean War is in the fifties. Okay. Vietnam, I yeah. always get the two confused. So. Well, it's easy. It's because they beating up Asian people. So it's pretty easy to get that confused. Sorry to any of my Asian friends if you guys hear this. Well, no, I'm no, not, I'm not, I'm not saying you yeah. say anything bad. I'm that's just what, saying, that's what you know, they, that's what happened. Well, yeah, we, it is what it is. That's what we like to do. Damn Americans. Well, you know, <laughs> you got to make a buck somehow. And you know, industrial yeah. military complex is all about the dollar. Yeah. All yeah. about the dollar bill. Well, you know, there was supposedly the spread of communism. So you're going to split uh, uh, North Korea in half. And then they do the exact same thing with uh, uh, Vietnam. It's, it's the exact same, it's a carbon copy of the same thing, you know. 1968, Night of the Living Dead. Mm. I just looked it up. So I was not even a glint in. Yeah, I was like. My father's eye, who's actually talking right now. Yeah, I, I was. What was it? I was seven when it came D- out. Damn. Yeah, but I remember seeing it as a, as a teenager, like 12, 13. 13 and going oh my god it scared it scared the shit out of me i was like man because you know what's more scary than a zombie right no i mean but then vampires murderers now vampires um, talk to you at least yeah but like they try to seduce you that's all right i can handle being you know seduced but i don't don't want to just be devoured i won't i want to get dinner with you yeah that's fine that's okay (laughs) But but the but the zombies just ripping off your flesh and eating you while yeah, you're yeah. But like, what if they're the slow zombies? Like, you could just walk away. Yeah, but there's so many of them. Well, I mean, you just walk the opposite. No, but they're like the, the whole point about zombies is they're everywhere. It's like you go to the mall and look at all the people in the mall. Well, not right now. But. Uh, no, no, no. Right now, people do not care. They still and and they're just zombie. You know, zombieing along shopping. How much more stuff can we get? You know, black. Was it Black Friday? I don't know why it's called Black. Because oh, black yeah. people shop there and it's cheap. Oh, is it what it is? Okay. I hope yeah, not. I hope not. There's not enough black people for that. There is definitely enough black people for that. No. Yeah. You ever seen Walmart? Yeah, but I mean, come on. It's, it's nationwide. So it's not, there's not enough of us. You know. Yeah. We're, we're, Country we, white people are just, you know, racist a, black people. We have, well, we, have ec- we have economic power, but not enough to have a whole uh, shopping day. <laughs> I don't think so. But hey, hey, you take away the black dollar. Yeah, no, a lot I, of, yeah, it's, it's you're right. I agree, but not enough for like, let's let's give black people all uh, a shopping day. Nah, they don't care about black people enough to give us not, a shopping not, day. Not like that. No, but watch how they behave. And they're like when they're at the door trying to get in. You know, they look like zombies uh, trying to get in. And now you got these two hundred dollar fifty foot TV. Yeah, now that what's the. the, uh, the the new thing is the Karen. You got Karen zombies. <laughs> Karen zombies. Karen, Karen zombies is like a funny concept. Let me talk to your manager. Yeah. yeah. And I will not wear a mask. It's just spewing spit all over you and everything. So, R&R. Yeah, it's, you know. I saw there's a white chick that's making fun of it. She's doing the whole uh, Karen thing with the dog in the park thing, right? You know mm-hmm. the one where the... But instead, she's like, oh, my God, there's all these black people. And she put, turns her camera towards a bunch of pigeons. And it's like, they're following me. <laughs> you know, she's like, oh, a black man just stole. He's brown. Actually, he's not black. He's brown. He stole my sandwich. It's a squirrel. You know, <laughs> that's, that's like that. that that's that's kind of messed up because squirrels don't deserve that. Well, yeah. You know, they, all they want to do is get a nut, just like so many other, so many other black people, <laughs> so many other people in America, not just black people, <laughs> just hope so many other men in America or women, yeah, everyone's yeah, just trying to get a nut. Just a little one. And 
Hopefully you're not collecting nuts. I don't know. Uh, well, you collect them. I hope you don't collect them. That's a weird thing to have in your fridge. You collect them in your mind. <laughs> are we talking about the same nut? <laughs> I don't know. What nut are you talking about? I don't know. But <laughs> you can, you can, we can pass this part now. Okay. So as you were saying, you were six in 19, you said 78, 1968? Yeah. So you just recently had... A three-year-old. Uh, He's not three yet, but yeah. okay, two, three, two and a half, two and a half, two and a half-year-old daughter named Ava, mm-hmm. my amazing little sister who talks and is a brat, mm-hmm. but I love her to death. <laughs> she's a little monster, but she's yeah. such a monster, but she's nice. It's okay, you're a monster too. No one's gonna believe that I'm too nice. Yeah, okay. Right. Anybody that knows you listening is gonna believe that. <laughs> I don't even have to tell stories. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I know anyone who hears this, they're going to get to this part and they're going to be like, oh, your dad's so right. They're right. <laughs> All you're missing is the cape. Uh, you already got the hair and the teeth. Oh, oh, my teeth aren't that sharp. Well, that depends on who you're biting. <laughs> okay. All right, change the subject. Um, so back to what I was saying, you just have recently. What's it like, um, being a father to a young child at such a an old age? At fifty nine. Yeah, just I'm um, only bringing this up for clarification because a lot of women in my age group they go out. I mean, I don't want to say a lot, but there's a good amount of them who go out looking for older men. And I was just wondering, like, you know what, like, you know, the sugar baby, sugar daddy thing, or like this and that, or like the older relationship. I wish I had more sugar. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. Remember that time I, I, you were going? Even, you're I, I don't even have sugar. I have like a what's that? Uh, that that uh, cactus liquid? Agave. Agave. That's what I got. <laughs> and agave daddy. I, I'm a I'm an agave daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Make more. Make more than a lot of people my age. But um, no, you don't remember when we were going through um, um, Nick's uh, Tinder, and you were like, "This is what you guys have to deal with." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This, is that really what you want? I mean, is that what I want? Is that what I, I don't want? even want it. Well, I mean, what do you mean want? I hate I mean, Tinder. You, you, you know, you, you got to pay a price if you want to have a kid. I want to have another kid. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, you're going to have to deal with, you know, human uh, foibles. <laughs> that just what it means to be. I'm not going to lie to you, Dad. You're probably the most educated person I know. So Thank you. Second is Sosa. And um, no, second is my mom. Then Mia. And then Sosa. And then Sean, maybe. I don't know anything about those people. <laughs> I mean, one of them is your ex-wife and yeah. two of them are your kids. Yeah. Also, Ben. I don't know anything about those people. <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> That's their podcast. No, they don't have a podcast because well, Mia's a traitor. And I'm going to send Mia a link to this and call her a traitor in person. Well, then I just... Don't My sister's a traitor. Okay. I just... I don't know anything about She went back to radio instead of... Becoming well, it's, uh, it's okay. a part of my podcast family and let sure. me produce her podcast. Yes, I have beef with my sister. If anyone's listening, okay, I'll never forgive her, and she won't braid my hair. She's being stingy. I don't know anything about any of that stuff. I know. I'm just get me in the middle of family squabbles. I, it's not even a family squabble. It's just me being salty and me acting like a younger brother. Well, you gotta be sugary. I don't have money, Dad. <laughs> you don't need money to be sugary. You know, there's uh, what's uh, look at all those fake sugars. You need money to make that. 
Oh, you just get them at Starbucks. Take the packs. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Then, okay. Then bring them home. Uh, he heard. If anyone in Starbucks is listening to this, yeah, I'm willing to make a deal for they, some a back order of sugar. You. They just give them to you. Walk I'll meet you in saying. the back of the Starbucks. Just leave it behind the box. Yeah, I'll put the that. money in a cup and hand it to you. You don't even have to do that. You just walk in and take them out of the little thing. They, they're not even counting. They're not standing there. They're going to be like, look. You have nine. That's too many. See, that's what's going to happen. That's what you think is going to happen. And then they call the police because some brown guys are stealing sugar. Nah, nah. Look, that's never happened. There's a Negro. He's stealing all the sugar. If you stole coffee, they might do that. He's stealing the brown sugar. Like coffee, they might, but not sugar. Nah. I mean, they've, never, they've never stopped me and I've, you know, taken 10 packs. You thief. No. I like my... I liked my coffee with lots of sugar. See, I like my coffee black, two sugars. Well, okay. Black, two sugars. Like my soul. That's not black. That's black with sugar. Okay, it's still black. No, it isn't. You know, we don't we we don't discriminate against black coffee with a little bit of cream in it, it's a little like, bit of sugar. It's like an African American versus an African. One's black, one's black with cream. Okay, that works. I'm not mad at that. That's pretty good. So back to what I was saying. We, we're getting off on tangents. Um, okay. It's your podcast. I know. I like tangents. It's when you get the best stuff. Um, so basically, I was wondering. Um, shit. You're asking about my daughter. Yeah. What's it like being an older father? Uh, the same as being a younger father, but with, with like more uh, judgment about what's a big deal and what isn't. Okay. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like if you go into a restaurant and you don't like the service, you don't complain. You just leave. So wise. Much knowledge. As, as opposed to like, you know, arguing and fighting and getting a big beef with them and they're arguing or that. Nah, just, you know. Just leave. Fuck just, it. Yeah. You know, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get up and leave. See, I just date women who complain for me. Well, that's good. You know, but... Do you still eat afterwards? I mean, if they complain, sure. Nah, I never do. See, I would just be, I just don't anybody, say anything. Yeah, but if you worked in a restaurant, you know, you don't want to eat the food after you complained. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah, because it's already, it's, it knows what's going on back there. It's the, the morals. You ever watch that guy, Ram, uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. Just watch his show when he goes in and rips those restaurants that are really crappy. Mm -hmm. And look what they do with their food. That's enough to keep you eating in restaurants. What do they do with the food? It's like like it's like stored and they freeze it and try to make it last longer so mm -hmm. that so that it's, it's a you know they put preservatives on there and extra flavoring and the shit's like three weeks old. They don't clean their kitchens. Their kitchens are all dirty. You know. It's Actually, some of the dirtiest places have the best food. Nah, it tastes good, but not when you shit. Yeah, nah, you're right. Tacos are gordos like that. Yeah, it's like they have good. great El Pastor tacos. That's the, that's the that's the seasoning shit they put on mm -hmm. there. But then you you know what's the actual the, the actual the, quality of the, the foods quality, real quality, low par low par man. Mm. And so I'm like, man, eh, you know, a lot of times I've gone places and everybody else is eating and I won't eat. I'm like, yeah, I'll go ahead and eat. I'm just gonna sit here because you saw it on Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, because I saw. <laughs> so I could just tell. You could just tell. Looking at them, you know. You're like, oh, this place is fucked up. Yeah. Just when you walk, just look at the kitchen. Or when you go go to the back and look at the back the back door. The people that come in the back door is the ones cooking the food. Look at the door and see if it's dirty. You know? Uh, that's what, does a good it take, point. what does it take to take a rag and clean a, fuck, a, a, a fucking door? It doesn't take anything, but that fucking door is filthy. 
and the ground's all dirty, and this is where they walk, you know, and then, mm-hmm. nah, I'm like, I'll pass. No, no, these are all valid points. Yeah. So that's, so that's what it's like raising a child yeah, at yeah. your age. Yeah, I'm like, eh. She's like, I want a cookie. I'm like, all right. Are, are you not more tired now, though? Say, versus how, how you used to be? No, you, you know raised four is. kids. You know what it is. It's not you're more tired. You're just more aware of it. Oh, uh, so you feel it more. You feel it more, but you're mm-hmm. not more tired. You're just as tired, you know. Okay. And she's, she sleeps the night through, so up until... I was ready to shoot myself until she was like, I was like, oh my God, sleep for more than four hours, please. You know, but that would happen no matter what. And then, you know, let's say I didn't have a kid and I had a, a, a woman and she was living with me. They get up in the middle of the night and wake your ass up anyway. So you're up anyway. And then, you know, you're older, you got to pee more. So you're up anyway. You know, so what difference does it make? So I was like, why not have one more kid to take care of you when you get older? Well, Boom. I don't know if she's going to take care of me, but <laughs> she at least bring me a sandwich. Sometimes all you need in life is just a sandwich. That's all you need, a ham sandwich. Or like a Cuban. Yeah. A Cuban sandwich is pretty good. Too spicy. Really? For me. For me. I'm, I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, those Cuban, all that stuff you eat when you're like 30, 25, 30, 40. You can't eat when you get older? You can, but woo, you, <laughs> you'll be, it's not going to be a good time. It's, it's going to be a bit. It's like, it's like having whiskey with no ice. You just shoot it. It's like oh, it's oof. pain. Yeah, you're like pain. Whoa. You're like whoa. There's a lot of a lot of real dark alcohol memories here. <laughs> real dark memories. No, 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 no. For me, I don't. You? Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't do whiskey. None of the bourbons. Yeah. I can barely do Irish whiskey. Yeah. yeah, well, that's a little. That's a little smoother. I know. No, Irish whiskey's not half but bad. That's why they made. That's why they invented ice, so you could put the ice in there and water it down. See, at bars, they don't really put ice in the shot glasses. Yeah, no, you ask them. Well, don't get a shot. See, I know, but I'm 25. Well, that's... Uh, this is what people... This is what 25-year-olds yeah, from yeah. Vegas do. You go out and you get drunk with your friends, and you take shots, and you hate yourself in the morning, and you probably go to work. Why don't you hate yourself before you go take the shots? I, I mean, I probably do, honestly, knowing me. Yeah. I definitely hate myself beforehand. I'm it's like, It's pretty abusive. You know what? Sometimes that that's a great way to explain, describe being... A young adult in Vegas. Yeah, it's an abusive cool. lifestyle. It's rare, yeah. No self-love. <laughs> well, I mean, later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just mean, not right now. Yeah, it's pretty rough. No self-love. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you don't feel it. When you when you start to feel it, you I stop. feel it. Do you? I feel it. Well. Sometimes I'm hungover for like a week. Maybe you're a masochist. You like pain. I'm not gonna. I'm not talking about this. <laughs> I don't know. You, you started talking about it. I'm just saying. Change, change of plan. Okay. I thought you had a, a list. Where's your list? Lists are overrated. Uh, well, that may I be. I do have a list. You thought you had one. I do. Let me pull it up. Let me see what's on my list. How's that song go? List, list. Dora Explorer. Dora Explorer didn't have a list, though. Okay. So. We're about 23 minutes into the podcast so far. Just looked at the timer. And I want to know, could you, uh, you know, just who are you? What do you do for the people who don't know? What do I do? What do you do? What are you? Person? Not literally. I mean, like, who are you? What do you do? Your your job. Your hobbies. How do I make money? Your interests. No, your job, your hobbies, your interests. Just see, like, hi, my name's... I don't like that word, hobby. Um, that's like, okay, that's, that's why like I said somebody, interest. That's like somebody in a garage building ducks or some shit like that. I don't, 
I building no ducks. I yeah, paint, but I ain't building ducks. That's and I paint for therapy. You know, I gotta get all my 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 glitches out. So okay, painting so, helps me do that. So you're a painter. What do you do for an occupation? I teach uh, English at the College of Southern Nevada. That's CSN. You guys all know it. That's Some like of you a, guys went. That's like a commercial. I know. I'm gonna get them to pay me. Well, I hope so. Hopefully, so I don't have to get an actual job. Well, you know, what's an actual job? <sighs> I've had plenty. Yeah, so you know, that's not really a job. It sucks. Um, yeah, so I do that, and uh, I teach uh, Tai Chi um, on the weekends, and spend a lot of time um, creating papers. And then I, uh, I'm a, as you already said, I'm an avid, well, maybe you didn't say it, but I'm an avid reader, so... I just go from one subject to the next and just keep keep adding in information. You never know when you're going to apply it. The human Wikipedia. Well, you know what's fascinating is you can read something when you're 20 and then you read it again at 40 and you're like, and you can see the thread, how they connected. You didn't know that at first when you were reading at 20. So I read something at 40 and then at 50, I read something else and I'm like, oh, that's that guy and this is this guy. And then you start to see you're reading certain authors over and over again. I mean, nonfiction, fiction too, but I'm, I'm referring to nonfiction. Um, and you'll see like somebody wrote something back in the forties and then you'll read one of their students who became whatever. And then you, you're at, it just keeps adding to the, to the information. It's kind of like a intellectual evolution. Yeah. Like you, one guy, one person starts with an idea and then the next person, his yeah. student goes on and adds, to, and it, adds yeah. to that idea. And then his said student goes on and add to it or his colleague adds onto it. Yeah. And then from there, it just like just keeps going like a flower, just keeps blooming. Like Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, that kind of thing. Um, Sure. They're, they're, they're all teaching each other one's mm -hmm. following the other one. So yeah, yeah. they're yeah. branching off as ideas, was, taking them in different directions than they would have. Or I was thinking about uh, Darwin this morning, this random thought, you know, that's how I feel about, I think about Darwin too and whenever Trump supporters die. I'm like, <laughs> ah. That's a Darwin award. I was like, ha ha. Yeah. But like his, when all those boats were sinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's, yeah. I, I, I don't want anyone to die, by the way. I was just saying, I think yeah. about it whenever I read news about it. When they make stupid things, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, but that's really not what, what I think Darwin was getting at. It's more of a, uh, a slow, methodical adaptation to your environment that creates certain things like height or, or, or thickness or speed or, or, or eyesight. It mm -hmm. just keeps adding over hundreds of you know, thousands of years. Yeah. Kind of like and how white people in uh, like Europe got paler and paler the higher up you go. Or taller, depending on where their, their landmass was. Right. And so I was thinking. I feel yeah, like though in those colder environments they would get shorter though. No. No height. Keep more keep more heat close to them. No, no, because that that height has to do with. Okay, so Darwin, in a nutshell, is is based on um, your environment requires certain skill sets, physical or mental skill sets to survive, and those that can are gonna. It's clear that they could survive are the ones that reproduce, the ones that can survive don't reproduce at the same rate and number and so <clears throat> you'll get more people reproducing with shorter people with thick masses because they can do the task for that environment and the tall people nobody wants to marry them because who wants to re reproduce with a, with a person that can't 
you know, either give birth to lots of children or uh, pick the right berries and fruit in the, in the forest or haul in a fishing net. You don't want that guy's not a good breadwinner. He's not going to bring in the food, and so you're not going to reproduce with him. Nobody wants to marry him. So he has 10 kids, and the guy who's tall and can't do it, he either has to move someplace where his skill, his height is, is advantageous, or he's not going to reproduce. So that's kind of how it ticks along like that over <clears throat> a long period of time. And so I'm thinking, man, this guy was pretty freaking smart. Well, it's a little different now. Now women will date you just because you're tall. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know, and I mean, I'm not short, but I'm not like super tall either. But that doesn't mean that that you got to look at the aggregate. I don't even so, know what that means. Well, okay, so you have women that reproduce with guys when they're 20, and then reproduce with guys when they're 30. They're going to pick a different type of mate based because their their expectations or cultural or societal uh, pressures are going to expect them to do something else oh kind of like how some girls will date outside of their race when they're younger and then as they get older they end up going back into their race you know go back and uh, or they go the other way um Mm -hmm. (coughs) it's you know flip-sided yeah and so um then they have children and then the quality of the parenting is going to see whether or not they are productive and, and so on and so on. It just keeps going on and on. So you'll see that. Not to mention just the sheer numbers. So then if you live in a society where economically you're at an advantage, you may not reproduce at a higher rate. You, have, okay. you don't have as many kids because why would you have eight kids? when? Well, what are you going to do with eight kids? You, two kids is more than enough, especially if you're making You can start a basketball team. <laughs> nah, it depends if you're tall. <laughs> They could have short basketball teams. They have basketball teams in Ireland. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, let's uh let's stop for a second, and we'll be right back. Damn Dodgers! Every time I smoke a cigar, I feel like I'm like a newspaper editor. Like, oh, like give me pictures of Spider Man. Like it's Spider Man. Give me some goddamn pictures of Spider Man. Pronto. That's funny. Damn it, Parker. Do you have anything to say to your adoring fans on my on my Instagram? Um, keep listening. Your adoring fan, not my adoring fans. I don't have adoring fans. I'm at yours. Uh, your fan club. I don't, I don't have a fan. Club. You have a fan club. Okay, well, just keep listening. I'm sure, this isn't the only podcast we'll do. I'm sure we'll do at least ten more. <laughs> 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 Don't choke. <laughs> I would I would love to have you yeah, on my yeah. podcast ten once more a, times. Once a year. Then I'll be like too old to talk. Those would be when you'll have the best is when you just won't care anymore. I don't care now. I know you don't care. <laughs> but it could be it could be it could get worse. Could, I feel like it could get way worse. Uh, maybe. I think it, if that gets to that point I won't have anything to say at all. <laughs> Uh, dark. I have a friend that's a, for some unknown reason, he thinks I want to debate him about Trump. And I'm just like, is it, is it, does it start with a C? No. Oh. No, no, he can't stand Trump. So, no, but it's like, so he, 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 a while ago, he sent me some video 
some he's Indian dude. I'm like, why don't you find some white people and send me videos? He was an Indian dude. But people don't understand Trump, you know. That's my Indian voice. And uh, let's not do Indian voices, please. Uh, all my voices are the same. I just say they're different. Oh, you know <laughs> that's how I feel about my like British voice. Yeah. People are like, "Is it Australian?" I'm like, "No, it's British." Yeah. They're like, "Okay, what what about that voice?" That's my New Zealander voice. Yeah, yeah it's the same. But it's like all the same. All my voices that's my like my Nigerian voice. Yeah, same. It's the same voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even my Black Panther voice is now officially like another aspect of the British one. I, I've never liked that voice. So. What the the, the Black Panther don't one? Do, don't even do it. I'll stop talking. <laughs> I can't stand that one. You don't like that oh, voice? Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. It's like, what? Because it, it, you know what? I, when you do it, I see a, a, a African woman with the big hair cloth around her hair and the, and the big hands on her hips yelling at you. What? <laughs> what? 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 Unresolved memory is that, Chad? Childhood, childhood memories. <laughs> Lots of abuse from my childhood, nannies. <sighs> I'm like one of those one of the few African American kids in the '60s that had a nanny. I did. I did love her though. She was very kind to me. But there was something. How have I never known you had a nanny? Think about your grandmother. She said she didn't want to work. I mean, she didn't want to. Uh, she wanted to work. She didn't want to stay home and make cookies for me <laughs> i had no idea you guys could afford a nanny i don't know how she could afford it either but she had one that sounds just like grandma yeah she didn't want to she was all you know want to be flying around the country doing whatever so i had a little nanny i had a nanny named cookie i remember my mother fired her and i was miserable my sister was miserable i was miserable I'm like what that was the best person we had taking care of us because <laughs> your ass wasn't here and she used to take me fishing and everything that's crazy. I literally never knew you had a nanny. Yeah. What? Yeah. She lived with us. And, uh, well, you know, what the take care. fuck? Yeah. What? I know. I'm secretly white. <laughs> Don't tell anybody that. Hey, black people had nannies too. Yeah, I, I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. I never had a nanny. You didn't need one. You had sisters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Make them do all the damn yeah, work. Do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and on low pay. <laughs> low, low pay. Anyway, the low pay of, of love and affection. Low, well, yeah, yeah, they loved you, but you know. Yeah, they still bring it up. I used to change your diapers. I'm like, well, yeah, because you're like 40. Yeah. Tell them when they get older, you can change theirs. I'm not changing nothing. When they're old. I'm not changing nothing. When they're old, you go. Nope. Listen, That's why they have husbands. Listen, listen. When they're old, you just walk into their house and with, a, with, a, with those depends and just look oh, at them. That's messed, that's messed up. <laughs> just look at them and go, you know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they'll be like too old to remember. I'll be like, I remember when I used to change your diaper. And I'll be like, I remember when I used to change your diaper. Yeah, that's it. I don't man. even have to do it. I'll just yeah. say I did it. Just, nah, just show them the depends and say, legs up. <laughs> oh, that's, no, I'm good. Pass. <laughs> Horror film. Mm. Well, you know. It'll be old by then, so all that skin will be hanging over everything. That's the sc- uh, <laughs> It won't matter. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, so how do you feel about our uh, our presidential... Wait, 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 let me finish. So so he sends me the Indian dude with the... And I'm like, seriously, man, of all the people, all your friends, what are you, you got three, four black friends. Did you send all of us this stupid video? You know, you really think that this is... A, I said, I got... I got three grandsons that are all African American. One's a little light, but that's he, he looks like a you know Puerto Rican, so he's gonna get messed with the, by the cops too. And you really think <clears throat> that this is gonna you know sway me to 
all of a sudden magically find something valuable in Trump. I'm like, that's not going to happen, dude. So <clears throat> we let it, you know, go and continue our conversation peacefully. It was actually a text. So then the other day he texted me again. And it's a black guy, some stupid Negro in front of a liquor store. I'm like paying attention to the location, you know. It's not a, it's not even a guy like a, in a tie. It's just a, just a brother with his do-rag on. And he's talking about Trump and he's got some breakdown. And I didn't even bother listening. And I just sent him back a text, you know, saying, listen, you know, the key is not to argue with stupid people. Then he was like, oh. <laughs> basically, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically, fuck, he stopped sending me this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, oh, yeah, I love you, man. You know, I'm like, okay. So my, 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 my comment to the election, <clears throat> you know, the great God above, whoever and whatever, willing to you know, save us from this, uh, stops torturing us with this guy. Uh, I'm telling everybody, just all your friends that are Trump supporters, just forgive and forget. Because if he loses, they're going to be angry. And then, and then the ones that, you know, were just on the bandwagon are just going to be like, you know, was, you know they're going to go, well, you know, I never really, I never really uh, was into it. Just look at him and go, okay. Because <laughs> uh, you have to learn how to forgive people for their stupidity. No, no, that's actually great that you said that because I was reading an article about um, Dave Chappelle yeah. a couple months back and he did the same uh, same thing. He had like a whole conversation with this person in the crowd about like Trump, like uh, not, not about Trump, but it was about a separate topic. And he was like, I think it was about Black Lives Matter, if I remember correctly. And then, you know, they had a, he like invited her backstage and they had a oh, whole yeah, conversation yeah. and he was just like super forgiving about it. And like, hey, now, you know. It's right, not like right, it's right. better. Don't answer back with hate. You know, right. answer back with like knowledge. Teach people. That's the best you can do. And and forgiveness, because you know, people are just gonna. They don't know any better. Well, I don't know about that. I'm not uh, saying. I'm not saying. You're not saying they're ignorant. No, no, they. You know, it's 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 like when uh, you're someplace and and and, and uh, you know, years ago I bought some clothes, and the the cat the, the cashier didn't ring up one of my pair of pants. So I went back to the store with her. She and said, "Dude, man, you left off the pants." Now people say, "Why not just keep the pants?" Well, they total all that up later on, and he's gonna be short in his drawer, and then he might lose his job because he made a mistake. And I saw it, so I could rectify it. Why not help him out? You happen to be a brother, but that is not why I did it. But you know, well, what am I gaining from an extra pair of pants? I don't even own those pants anymore. It comes and it goes. Yeah, I don't even have those pants anymore. And this dude would have lost his job. Who knows how that would have what would have transpired? Could have been good, could have been bad. But I didn't want to be in the middle of it, so I just said, "Hey, you got to charge me for these," and paid for my pants and moved on. Some people they won't do that, and when you see them and you're in the midst of watching them do that, you got to be like, "Well, you know, <laughs> that's something you're going to have to deal with later on." But I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to get in the middle. So, does it make me look at them differently? Sure, sure. You know, but as far as spending energy trying to hold it against them, that's a waste of my. That's a waste of energy. This dude, <coughs> he's wasted enough energy, and it's all negative. So, you know, a lot of people can't recognize that it's negative. Okay. They think it's for some unknown reason. They think it's positive, but just look at the state of America. 
It's not. This is not. But this was a family. You want fucked up family? Yeah, man, it was a mess. You know, and you're just gonna you're just gonna keep your principles, even though your wife is leaving you. A lot of people end up divorced like that. <laughs> Their wife's like, "Listen, you're gonna keep this up. I'm out of here." And then you lose your wife, and then you run into them ten years later, and they're miserable. Because they lost their wife. And I'm like, you do. You lost your wife because you was being stubborn and, and one-dimensional. You didn't want to see the other side, uh, the other perspective. It had nothing to do with it being right or wrong. It's just another perspective. And you were unwilling. You just wouldn't bend. I, all right, you know, I'm going to hold hold fast. Well, <clears throat> you can hold fast to your principles. You don't have to crush people with them. So. I feel know. that way about people who say you have to tip. Yeah, you know, that's a, I'd be like, yeah. I'm not going to tip if I don't want to tip. I tip every time, but like, it's my choice to tip. Right. Not because I'm man, like mandatory, you know? But those are only, only people that say that are people that work in that industry. I know. So there's a lot of them. They're the Vegas, dad. Yeah, I know, but their perspective is from that. Yeah, they, it's biased. Yeah, it's, you know, and I get that. Even if you have bad service, you're still tipping. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. But I then once again, if I see bad service, I'm not even going to go. They just leave. I, I'm I'm just leave, I, or I'm just not gonna eat. You know, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not in this. Y'all, <laughs> you guys are on your own because mm-hmm. I can already tell. All right, that's gonna get shitty. Well, you know, if you go in the way she's just got attitude, and they're like, you want anything? I'm like, no, I'm I'm just here for the company. I'm not eating because I'm not gonna get caught up in your whatever's going on with you. I'm not gonna get dragged into that. And, okay. <clears throat> so all right. So, what do you think has been the most the weirdest thing about the last four years. Come on, seriously? I'm just saying, like, what do you think is the weirdest one, though? Like, I know it's been weird four years, but what's, like, the one thing that you're like, wow. Uh, I, can I exclude the coronavirus? Yeah, we can exclude that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's got to be the weirdest. Yeah. People, you know, I'm watching. I, You know, it took me months to figure out what was up with these people with the masks. They're like, you know, all their, their rationale. Well, you, know, you can't breathe. You could get sick. And I'm like, so the people in the hospital... The doctors that do surgery for six hours, I guess they're getting sick doing surgery because they're wearing a mask, you know. The scuba divers, uh, you know, doing the oxygen, the the football players with the helmets on. You know, uh, horror horror film, you know, the slashers, one of the people who wear masks. Well, uh, oh, for, they can't yeah. get their job. They yeah. can't get their job done without the mask on. Right. Well, they get sick because they had the mask on when yeah. they kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the illogic of that. I couldn't figure it out. And then I saw these people with the mask on. And I realized it was like a muzzle, like, oh. like a gag. And that's why they don't like it because they, they don't like being gagged. You know how people want, you hear people say all the time, I say what I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> say what you, well, now they can't because that mask is on their face. <clears throat> they can't. You notice the people that don't want to wear a mask are the ones running their mouth the most. Mm. So they, all of a sudden, <clears throat> their ability to just run their mouth. And, and you know maybe be understood is is limited and that's what they object to i feel like those people have never been seriously told like seriously been told to shut the fuck up i feel like oh yeah i feel like maybe i don't know i mean those people who keep talking who talk a lot i think they have and they just don't care yeah they don't care because you see them they're like oh you know i don't have to wear a mask and they have a constitution i'm like in the constitution they don't say shit about a mask so it's limiting my free speech i'm like there you go see mask can't talk can't say what you want. Which is crazy because you can literally talk through the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, people don't like to be told what to do. And um, that's that's part of what makes us human and also what holds, holds us back. I find it very selfish. 
Um, it's self-centered, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can wear a mask and prevent, you know, the potential passing on of the virus, yeah, it's from you to other people, from other people to you, such and such, you should do that. Hell, I wish I wore a mask all those times I got the flu. I I, don't, I think I've had the flu like twice. Yeah, I've had it more than enough, and I'm like, man, I, mean, I wish I'd have wore a mask when because you know students come in and they don't want to miss class because you know, they got the flu. Well, they don't want to miss class because of the flu. They have the flu and they don't want to miss class because they're afraid they're going to, you know, hurt their grades. So then they come in and cough all over everybody. And then everybody gets, and then everybody gets sick. And I'm like, I, I've, I've been telling them for years, <clears throat> you don't come in my class and cough. I'm like, you need to leave now. See, all that means now is you never have to deal with that again because I highly doubt we're going to go into a, like a society mm-hmm. where people aren't going to be wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, just for the safety of it, right? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think we'll go back to people not wearing masks. But the thing is, it, 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 people have to be very conscious, you know. I've been hearing a lot of people say that they don't want to wear it. Like they, they want to keep wearing a mask. Well, they can. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep wearing it. But um, I don't know. It might depend. Know. I might wear it when I go on flights. I think I might carry it with me. If somebody starts coughing, I just put it on real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's going to cause a lot of arguments. That's not Are you afraid of me? Yeah. You afraid of me? Yes. <laughs> Then we'll get you sick? Yes. Yes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, could you back up a little? Give me some damn space. Yeah, hey, back up anyway. Even Breathing even, the same air here. Even if you're not even coughing, just back up. I've been telling a bunch of people to back up. Yeah. It's, well, you know, you should. nobody should be up on anybody, uh, all up in anybody's face anyway. Yeah, I never liked that to begin with, especially when I went out. Like, I was like, there's all this place in the bar, you do not have to keep bumping into me. Yeah, well, it's personal space. But I don't like, like crowds anyway. I've never been a, a fan of crowds anyway. I don't like like big, big crowds. I don't like any crowds. I can handle a crowd. I'm someplace like and it starts crowd. getting around 12 people. I'm like, mm, I think maybe I'm going to have to time to exit. I don't like crowds. No. That's reasonable. Yeah, but that's just, I never really like crowds anyway. Shit see me like at a football game. I'm like, oh. I never like football games. Look at all these people. And if you go to a pro game, man, it's like, don't remind me, sixty thousand, hundred thousand. I was supposed to be going to pro games this year. Yeah, now you were, but you're not now. Nope. Damn Corona. That's all right. Ruining all my fun. Everybody could use a break. No, I I definitely thought it was needed. And I didn't like going to a lot of places anyway. Like, I wouldn't go to movie theaters. Well, you I know, you never that. liked movie theaters Yeah cause people Do you see how people Act in movie theaters I know I, I tell people to shut up Yeah I'm like shh Yeah they get Right they, in their ear And they're like hmm they I'm get, like they hmm They get all upset with you Yeah I'm like nah shut up Yeah nah, that, like, I don't care if you're whispering That's why I stopped going Cause I I, I, was, I was telling people to Stop I don't, don't mind a, I don't mind a whisper But people aren't even like Whispering They're being like loud. Just having a conversation Yeah, yeah. Like the movie's on Like why Why are you talking During yeah. the movie Yeah see And I know I'm gonna say something So I just don't go Like we don't even have Subtitles man What are you doing It's like You know what It's like if you went To a pizza place And you're eating pizza And the person next to you Just reached over And took a piece of your pizza Right off your tray That's how I see it I have tried to fight people For less Yeah yeah. I'm like right. You you literally Look like you're They're just They're just like Ruining for everybody well, yeah, they don't. They only care about the the movies for there is there for them. It's like going to like a club and you're trying to dance with some girl and some guy just comes up behind yeah, her and yeah, just yeah. starts humping her from the back. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. like what are you doing? He's drunk. He's very yeah. He is drunk. Yeah. I don't know why the people in the movie theater are like that. 
They're drunk off their own voice. <laughs> they're drunk off themselves. Which yeah. I mean, I'm probably drunk off my own voice too. I started a podcast. But. Nah, I wouldn't. Maybe not. Only if you just if you're drunk off your own voice. If you don't only want to listen to it. I mean, I got twelve <laughs> estimated twelve listeners. Shout well, out to you, twelve start. people. Yeah, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you know, if you go home and listen to it yourself, to, so you can go to sleep. Okay, okay, that'd be kind of funny. Like listening to it in the car as you go around. <laughs> I mean, I listened to it once to just get like voiceover, make sure nothing yeah. was said that could like yeah, get no, people in trouble. Too bad you're not a YouTube driver still. I mean, not YouTube driver. You Uber uh, Uber driver because when people got in your car, you could play your podcast. Oh, who is this? I don't know. Let's, uh, let's listen to. I him. found on Apple Music. Let's listen to him. The Desert Supply Podcast. Huh. That'd be, ah. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. So, I know you watch a lot of YouTube. What, what's your favorite thing to watch on YouTube right now? Favorite thing? I mean, it goes, it jumps back and forth um, from mindless nonsense like animals attacking people. <laughs> <laughs> You seen the video of the guy getting like stalked by the cougar? Yeah, have you seen the video of the woman dressed up like a cougar? Uh uh-uh. uh. You ever seen that one? Was she hot? No. Oh. No, but it's like I'm being stalked by a cougar and it's <laughs> this kind of voluptuous woman steps out from behind the trees <laughs> and she's like, Row, you know, clawing at him and then she kicks some dirt on him, you know. <laughs> sure you didn't find out on like Pornhub? No, no, I didn't know. No. Yeah, I, no. I wish I <laughs> the problem with porn now, you got all those uh, spyware. So that's true. I mean, all they're gonna find is an empty bank account and the loss of my hopes and dreams. Not for me, you're you're like a real adult. I'm like oh. a pretend adult. Oh, okay. I just got a degree. That's it. Well, that's a start. I know. Think about you know, think about uh, what's the statistic? Uh, a lot of white male voters without degrees. Are gonna vote for Trump? Well, there you go. I'm. I don't even need to think about that. I can think about all the people I knew in college who are gonna vote for Trump. Yes, I'm talking to you guys. Yeah, that shotgun beers yet. every day. They don't have. Uh, they don't have. Uh, they don't. They don't have degrees yet. Voluptuous woman. Yeah, cougar stocks. Voluptuous woman. Why? You don't get a close up of it. Voluptuous woman. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm disappointed. That's definitely a man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've only seen it once. It's definitely a man in the tie dye tank shirt. He's tucked in. He's wearing a wig. It's funny. It's a cougar. You know, like a forty. It looks like the same wig Chris has at his house. A forty year old woman. I think that's hilarious. So the idea that somebody would do this is hilarious. No, people are funny. They're funny, man. Wow, I really never would have thought of that. This would be Twitter gold if someone thought of this. Yeah, I don't know where. I, don't know. I, I found it on YouTube. Oh, oh, he's he's dancing. Yeah, because he's a cougar. Mm-mm. How can we never see cougars like this when I'm out? Uh, I'm not going to the right places. Yeah, no, you, you just got to go to the older crowd. You'll see him. Anyway, so, I, I, you know, sometimes it's mindless stuff like that. I don't watch the cop shows anymore. You used to have all those cop shows, and mm-hmm. then YouTube, like, Kind of hid those for a while. All right, so. they're they're probably back now. They're back now. Like they canceled the actual cop show. No, no. But and I'm then saying, they brought it back. But I'm saying that you're watching YouTube. You can just watch like you know cops pulling people over and and arresting them and just all that the, the chases and all. that kind of went away. It's like it's hard to it wasn't coming up as much. And then you know I watch the highlight. I don't I don't have the patience to watch a, a, a sports game, but I will watch the highlights. And then after that, it's it's all on the stuff that I do when I teach. 
Okay. So, so, so if you're watching a lot of sports highlights, what do you think of the NBA Finals? Well, I mean, it just looked like a pickup game in the, that you saw in the hood. You know, if you live in a, a African American neighborhood, there's always a basketball place, court, and gym where the real players show up. I'm not talking about the the kids just playing. I'm talking about guys that played professional or at least college ball, and their skill set is way above everybody else's. And you go down to the gym, you, you're not playing with them. You're just going to watch. No, I would never. <laughs> I've not, seen those games. Yeah, I would yeah. never. They're over there dunking. I'm like, yeah, I'm not yeah. about to guard that guy. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're not playing around. That's what it looked like. It looked like those. Oh, there was a. I don't remember the name of the gym, but it was in San Francisco near the Fillmore. And sometimes I'd go down there, and um, you could play, you know, and you'd be playing. And, but then the real players would show up, and then, then you'd go sit down. Okay, <laughs> you don't want to. You don't go out there with the real players. No, nah, <laughs> you, you can't even dribble. You take the ball in, take two steps. They'd have took the ball away from you and dunked it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to guard them. They're throwing in three-pointers. It's before three-pointers. They're just throwing them in, raining them on you, you know? I, it's I'm, crazy that, that there's such a skill gap between, like, regular people and them, and uh, then there's the skill gap between them and the professional. And then professional. Yeah, and then I, there's a skill yeah. gap between the professional players and then and the, the superstars. superstars. Yeah, and there was a guy that played uh, college ball with a, this, the, the, the great center for the Celtics, Robert Parrish. I forget the name of the school, but his name was DJ. And he used to come down to the playground and taught me, taught me how to play basketball. And this guy, he had such kind of hops. He could touch the top of the backboard. Jesus. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, it was like. What's the point? Well, because that's how high he could get up there. That's so, crazy. What do you do with that in real life? Like, Well, and nothing in you real do, life. You use that to like screw in light bulbs? No, no. Get, you know, get a cereal box off the top shelf? You don't do anything with it, man, other than play basketball. But, you know, he, I think he got a degree, but he taught me how to play basketball. He was a really good ball player. And he, he he's D1 player at, at, you know, a D1 university. He was real good. Um, so you know, that that that's what I thought of the NBA. It's good. You know, I have much more respect for LeBron than I did before. But what? how tall is LeBron? 6'8"? Probably. Yeah. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't elevate as high as I thought he would. But he got to watch his older stuff. Yeah, but he uses. I mean, he is older, but it, but it doesn't matter because he goes under people at six eight. He goes under them and he still scores. So his hand control is unbelievable. I so. think it's impressive how he can just run in like the game. One of the games that uh, Miami won, they pass it out to Danny Green. I thought to myself, why didn't LeBron just take it in? Yeah, well, I, I mean, maybe the. Uh, maybe they figured he'd be double teamed. I don't know. No, nah, it looked like he was about to get like you know, triple teamed or like quadruple yeah, yeah, teamed. Yeah. So and then they, Danny they, Green's they, wide open. Yeah, they're like, make that dude beat us. So they're like, he, let's see if he, he missed it. But it didn't matter. <coughs> so, I mean, I, you know, I see that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm impressed with his outs, outside shooting also. So, and it was obvious that the Lakers were the better team. Just, just all around. Just, just. Well, I mean, Miami was also down two players for multiple games. Yeah, but but you know that's that, that's you can't ever take that into factor because the professional athletes, is, you know, that caliber of athlete perform at a high peak anyway, and so it's only a matter of time before they get injured. They're, right. They're, so, you, so you can't blame them for injuries. Well, you, you can't you can't factor that in when you build your roster. You got to add in the fact that these guys are going to get uh, injured. Wear and tear. So you got to get right pieces to replace them when the time yeah, comes. Yeah, and if you don't have the right pieces, then when they break down, 
then it, you, you know, the better team won because they, they, they withstood uh, and they stayed healthy for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. They probably had better trainers too. It's LA. Yeah. You know, a trainer's a trainer. I wouldn't say LA has better trainers just because they're in LA. Cause a lot of a really great trainer may not want to live in LA. You know, he, may, he might want to live someplace else. So. Good point. I always thought the same for basketball players because the talent L.A. just brings in is. Well, they got they have a bigger share of the money. They make more money. So, of course, they can afford to get people. And then the great players want to play in L.A. because there's more money because they're going to have more exposure. <clears throat> so, you know, all of that is interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, say that. I just said that the injuries, that's when the injuries appeared. You okay. Know? What do you think about this uh, latest football season? Um, it's funny watching it with no fans, you know, because well, the whole thing with the corona makes it very obvious that a lot of times the players are just playing for themselves, not really for the fans. They say, oh, I really wish I had fans that would make me, you know, make me play better. But, nah. I mean, uh, I don't think they need them. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. It's really a game built around themselves more than anything else. And then we're just watching. You know, that's all. We're just watching the game. No, I can agree with that. It makes a lot of sense. Hey, oh, what is this? Is a soccer? Cheerleaders. It just came up on my feed. What country is this from? I don't know. Tigres. I don't know. I'm gonna go soccer. I'm gonna go look that up. What country is that from? Well, it's a whole bunch of cheerleaders. So. I'm going there. Yeah, I don't think those are. I've never seen soccer have cheerleaders. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I've ne- I've never seen it. Okay. This is this is kind of cool because you're watching cheerleaders get wiped out. And when I played football, <clears throat> and, oh. I, and when I coached basketball and played basketball, I never understood the function of a cheerleader because when you're in the game, you don't see them anyway. Well, I mean, it's really just there for male attention. I don't even if you're watching them, you ain't watching the game. I'm, I haven't. I think the cheerleaders are there for the women. In the, in, the, in the audience, I, I, it never made any sense to me. Why? Why would they be there for the women? I guess because you know women got to have something to look at. Well, how do women look at them? Oh, look how beautiful she is! Look at her hair, you know that kind of thing. I don't know. I never understood it because I I played and coached, and the cheerleaders had no impact on the game whatsoever. Nobody ever came back and said, "Oh, I scored," because the cheerleader was cheering for me. <laughs> Never, you don't even. Maybe know it's the impact. You don't even know they're there. And at halftime, when they come out and do their show, you're in the locker room. I mean, maybe it's just the theatrics of it all. Like, you don't hell, see them. we got men hitting each other. We got women yeah. dancing. Yeah, we I'm got saying. the big band. Yeah, now you're proving my point. It was for the women. Well, I didn't say it was for the women. I'm just saying it's like the whole theatrics of it all. It's like watching a, like an action movie. Like you're gonna have the beautiful woman. You're gonna have the capable guy. You're gonna have the funny guy. You're gonna have explosions. You're gonna have the villain with a scar on his face. Yeah, all of that got nothing to do with the game. Well, I mean, all it is is theatrics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it had nothing to do with the game. It's just some extra shit they throw in there. For some unknown reason, they think it's really important. I, I've, it's, I've never seen it have any value. None. So, but that's... You cheerleaders know. at a volleyball game makes no sense to me, though. Yeah, they have cheerleading competitions, you know. Well, I mean, like, look at that. That's inc- that's pretty talented. I can understand I'm the not, cheerleading competition. I'm not arguing their talent level. I'm arguing their impact on the game. You know, like maybe, uh, uh, maybe nah, I was going to say maybe a pep squad, get the fans, you know, charged and they're rooting for the team. But really, when you're playing, you don't really hear the fans. 
if you're really playing, you don't hear anything except, you know, the snap of the ball or the the the, the, the other player sweating or whatever. That's all you hear. Oh, you get the tunnel vision like in uh, Biker Boys. Yeah, yeah, you get tunnel vision. You don't hear anything. You just you're so focused on the game. You don't even you don't notice anything. You're just like totally blocking it out. And if you're if you're looking at the cheerleaders, you shouldn't be playing because you're missing the whole point of the game. You know, that's how, that's how I look at it. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but <clears throat> that's been my perspective. Right? I have no experience with any type of sports. Right. I mean, besides soccer and basketball as a kid, but yeah. you know, I not really. I never heard them. I didn't. I didn't even know they were there. Not, not even not even close but you know that's me maybe I was too focused hmm. anyway okay alright so what's one thing you've been really thinking about lately death why death well we got the coronavirus going on you're getting older <clears throat> you know percentages right no, no, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, percentages, and um, we've had two losses this year as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just death. Death is gonna, just gonna happen anyway. But I'm, I've always been one that focus comp, contemplates death anyway because it helps you stay focused on what really matters, which is life. Because if you didn't really focus on life, you, you know, what's what, the what point? You, yeah, what do you, what do you focus? What, do you, on? what are you here for? <laughs> Yeah, you start focusing on these weird little things that have nothing to do with uh, uh, what's really, uh, what they say, transcendent or important in life, you know? I feel like that's what I need to do. I feel like I've been spending too much time focusing on little things instead of focusing on, like, the big picture. Like, I have so much time left. I always tell people, just do the math. If you're 20 and you live life expectancy, you got 60 years. So in 60 years. What can you accomplish in 60 years? And what could you, well, look what you've accomplished in 20 so then you just triple it. Whatever you did in the last 20 years, just triple it. That's what you're going to do in the next 60 years if you're healthy. That's a lot of stuff, man. Lots and lots of stuff. But in my you know, case, two degrees, seven countries. Yeah. yeah that's it. That's that. And all, Cross the, the, all the people you've known or the women you've fallen in love with, your friends you've made, all the experiences. And you're going to triple that. So you're going to actually do it four times, but three more times. And, and so... You know, back to having a kid. I mean, I thought about it. Well, you know, what could I do with the next 20 years of my life? So when I make it to, you know, 80, well, I, what could I do? What could I do with 20 years? Well, I could, I could have another kid and, and, and maybe help another human being with that experience. That's a, that's a worthy thing to do with 20 years. No, no, you know, I completely that, agree. That's how I thought about it. You know, people say, well, you know, like, well, you know what are you going to do with your 20 years? You're going to go down to the, local restaurant on on uh, half drink night and have dinner and chase whoever's in the bar and have, uh, you know, meaningful sex. I mean, I've, not, I've never had meaningful sex off of <laughs> Well, I'm saying that's, what's pe- that's what a lot of people do, my age especially, you know. There's a place you go meet somebody. And you, and you go have you, old people sex? Yeah, like, I don't know about old people sex, but you have sex. And, you know, you have drinks and whatever. You do the thing and... You go to movies or concerts, and okay, yeah, that's all good. I don't have a, I'm not against that stuff, you know, not at all. Uh, just not what I wanted to do with my 20 years. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, well, 20 years, what could I do? You know, that's not what I wanted to do. 
I get that. My so. mom has decided she's going to travel more yeah, yeah, she, and antique. She's going to do antiques. Yeah, and that's fine. You know that. But uh, my point is to make a conscious decision. What am I going to do with those 20 years? So if you're 27, 37, 47, so what are you going to do in the next 20 years? That's a good point. Look, you know, you could have, a, you could have, I told, I was telling uh, your, your cousin, Ben, I said, listen, dude, you're, you're at this age and you have enough time to have a whole nother family. <laughs> I mean, some people not back in the day would have had two yeah. families at the same time. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I, I didn't mean to get rid of his, his wife or anything like that. I'm just saying that you, you have know, so much time left. You have so much time and there's so many other things you could do. So, you know, you don't have, don't, don't get locked into, oh, you know, you have to do this at 40 and you have to do this at 60. You, you don't have to do shit. Okay. You know, you can do whatever you want. But I, I definitely wouldn't uh, be one dimensional in my thoughts, you know. So I'm 60. I'm just going to go fish. Some people just want to fish. Yeah, but I mean, if you're saying I'm going to fish in every, you know, ocean in the world and every. Gonna find certain types of fish. Okay, yeah. That's kind of my goal right now. I just want to see every country I can. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna get a map tattooed on my back. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm serious. I don't think you're joking. I'm gonna get a map tattooed on my back, and every country I go to, I'm gonna highlight. Yeah, I'm gonna color in that country. I just think it's silly to get something that you're never gonna see yourself. Doesn't matter. It's I know it's there. I'm talking about. What I think it's silly. Right. You know. No, it makes that's sense. That's like that's like if you meet the woman of your dreams. And and then right afterwards you take a drink uh, a potion that makes you forget. What was the point? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it's more like getting her face tattooed on your back. Whatever, you ain't gonna remember it. You know, it never happened. Okay. You know, I, I I'll ask people sometimes to say, "Look, let me ask you a question. If, if you had a choice between winning the Super Bowl and getting uh, Alzheimer's so you forget." Or never having Alzheimer's, what would you have? And they say, well, I'd win the Super Bowl. I'm like, but you fucking don't remember. But you still won it. You don't you still remember. Know, you, still, you still know until you get Alzheimer's. That's what I'm saying. All, you don't know it But anymore. you still accomplish something. Who gives a shit? It's all memory. All that matters is what you remember. You remember. But couldn't, you, let's say that's someone's goal, right? Let's say someone else has a goal. Like, I only want to have a child. But you're going to forget you have a child because of Alzheimer's. Would you still not have the child? I, what would be the point? You still brought someone in this world. Yeah, but why did you have the kid? I mean, I'm not saying you get Alzheimer's right away. I'm just saying I'm later asking, in life. But I, I'm asking why would you have the kid? Why, why wouldn't you? I'll pass your Look, legacy you, on, you know, well, that could raise be, a child. That could be snuffed up with an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm just, I, I, you know, I, I had another kid to have the experience with that kid and to bring another human being that I could have some impact on. Just like I have with all my kids and my students. That was the goal. Not that I would remember it. Not that I would sit back and go, you know, look what I've made. I, I ain't going to remember that. And I, you know, I barely, I, I, I have her and I do all this stuff. And I'm like, man, did I do that with her? I'm trying to remember, you know. <laughs> I can barely remember <coughs> all the things we used to do. I, I know we did them, but some of those things are just like tucked so far back in my memory. Uh, that it's like it almost didn't happen so i'm sorry to age but i remember a lot of stuff like living in one room sure living on that ranch with the one room yeah yeah but there's so many memories they start right. to pile up you driving me to school in the uh the niece the datsun no it was a it was mazda. a datsun it was a mazda 
I thought it was a Datsun. Mazda RX-7 Brown. I swear to God, it was a Datsun. Well, no, the Datsun was the one in uh, Sun City that was parked all the time. Datsun? There was a Datsun. No, not you. I'm saying there was a Datsun in Sun oh, City. Oh, yeah. The For one some used reason. To, used to look at it all the time. I never forgot about that a car. sports car, yeah. Never forgot about it. The interior was all fucked yeah, up. And for yeah. some reason, I just... You were, like, fascinated by that car. I love sports cars, but I'm afraid if I get one, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, you shouldn't get a sports car until you're not going to kill yourself. Because <clears throat> then what's the point? Yeah, you just... Fuck. What was the point of buying a sports car? What's yeah, that stupid... That, that poor poor guy, that, the actor that killed himself in a Ferrari? Paul Walker. Yeah, what was the point of that? I think it was just an accident. I, everything's just an accident. Unless you commit suicide. That might be an accident too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just trying to get attention. But I'm saying, <clears throat> yeah, you know, uh, that you hop in a Ferrari, you're going to drive fast. If, you, if you're not going to, you know, do it right. And he could have gone to a racetrack, rented a Ferrari. They got those here, drove around and had the whole experience and then walked away. But no, he wants to get it, take it on the street and then it crashes. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't, well, I don't see the point of that. The whole point was the experience, right? And then to be able to go, yeah, I drove that Ferrari. And then to remember it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't remember it. It did. You got a point? I'm like, eh. What's the point of doing amazing I, things if you're not going to remember it? I don't, yeah. So to me, the the most important part of life is memory. Because you remember things. You remember people. You remember good times or bad times. You remember falling in love or falling out of love. You remember a really good meal. You remember the location, the people you were with. You remember... The, the weather, the whatever, the stars, I don't know. You remember it. You don't remember it. So if you're going to do those memories, you got to walk a tightrope and make sure you can remember them. So, anyway. All right. This could get morbid. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I mean, thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, okay. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. <laughs> it's appreciated. I'll see you next year. Same time. I will. Good, I will make this a yearly thing. Same. Same. Time, well, maybe same. I'll have my own apartment by then, and I could have like set up a little studio yeah, in bring, it. Bring better cigars. I'll, okay. I'll, <laughs> all right. Sorry, my selection of cigars was so shitty. This strong. punch. This punch was delicious. It's good, but it's too strong for the old guy. Okay. You know, that's I'll, like, I'll make. Like, that's like if I said, "Man, I really want to get laid. You bring me a twenty-year-old girl." <laughs> what am I gonna do? I, I don't even know what to do with a 20-year-old girl. Exactly. What am I going to talk yeah, to her about yeah, afterwards? I, yeah, I'm not even... Talk. What do you want to talk to <laughs> <laughs> I just don't talk. But, but I'm just... No, just don't talk. Okay. I, mean, I don't even... See, you're right, though. you got to have a conversation. Hi. You know, nah, it's not, okay. <laughs> so, that's all, all right. I meant was it wasn't bad. Any cigar that you get for free is a good cigar. Okay, then stop complaining. That's all I got. Because you got that for free. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you got four cigars over there for free. Yeah, I'm just trying to adjust the next cigar. Okay, I'll make sure to get it right next time. <laughs> next time. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> this was uh, the most knowledgeable episode yet. And till next time. <laughs>